Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planet is here. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Last week, we preached a sermon entitled, Vision is Self-Investment in Your Future, Part 1. This is Part 2. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you realize that your vision has a voice? So what is your vision saying? You know, I believe there's a TV program called The Voice. Let me tell you something. Your vision is speaking. Your vision has a voice, and you need to hear it so you can understand why you were put on this planet. Why are you here? Think about that. You just wasn't born here. God has something for you to do. So let's go into part two. Get some pencil and paper. Take some notes. A vision is self-investment in your future. Watch. In Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter two, verse one, the prophet is saying, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. This is verse one. And we'll watch to see what he will Say unto me, and what I shall answer when I am reproved. See, he didn't understand God's ways. Habakkuk. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. And then he said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Don't get in a hurry. It's for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak. So it has a voice. Your vision has a voice. And if you're not talking about your vision, your vision talking about you. Mm. It shall speak and not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. In other words, what God says will come to pass. And when you understand that, when God gives a vision, not only is his vision being accomplished, but yourself, it's for your self-investment in your future. If you don't have a vision, you don't have a future, and you don't have much of a life. And actually, you'll perish. God said, my people perish for a lack of a vision. So write this down. We must induce and enable people to receive and to live out the great thoughts of God. We serve a great God and he has great thoughts. We must induce and enable people to receive and to live out the great thoughts of God. Because the great thoughts of God are impossibilities. We have to give people that opportunity to get there. As ministers, as business people, whatever you do. Let me say it again. We must induce and enable people to receive and to live out the great thoughts of God. So whether you know people or not, you begin to carry a conversation. You tell them, why are you here? You can ask them, why were you born? What are you doing? Will people remember you? People remember what you say if you say the right things. Let me give you a prime example. Who said this? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Who said it? Mm. Who said this? December 7th, 1941. A date that will live in infamy. Franklin Roosevelt. Who said this? I have a dream. Who said this four score and seven years ago our forefathers brought forth? Who said this? Pharaoh, let my people go. See, people remember what you say if you say the right thing. You're inducing them to think great thoughts of God. That's the example. Who said this? We'll fight them on the beaches. We'll fight them in the streets. We'll fight them in all land. We shall never surrender. Who said that? Winston Churchill. 
church will have one of the greatest, greatest. Uh, he was a humorist. I mean, he, he drank a lot. He, he was an alcoholic. I mean, he got up in the morning drinking, and they asked him one time at lunch. He drank constantly. They said, how can you drink so much? He said, practice. <laughs> and a lady came up to him that night, and she said, Churchill, you're drunk. He said, woman, you ugly, but I'm going to be sober in the morning. That's a Churchill statement. <laughs> I, love, I do a lot of history. I read a lot. Of, I, I love these guys. <laughs> My God, you know. See, you remember what they say. Do you remember what God says? Do people remember what you say God says? And if he's tell them God said, you don't flip-flop and you don't back off. I'm Jesse Duplantis and I approve this message. We must induce and enable people to receive. Not just believe, but receive and to live out the great thoughts of God. Write this down. Vision will always ascend. It never goes down, it goes up. Vision will always ascend the tower of quiet earnest because it has great power and devout thought to hear what God says. So in other words, it will ascend. It will grab God's thoughts and then God will send an angel to get your thoughts. He sent an angel. He said, I come for your thoughts, Daniel. Are you thinking like God? If God told you to build a ministry or God told you to build a business, are you thinking those thoughts to such a degree that there's only one word in your life and it's called success? Going somewhere to succeed. Has nothing to do where you live, has nothing to do with your color, nationality, or creed. It all has to do with your obedience. Everything deals with obedience. Let me say it again. Vision will always ascend the tower of quiet earnest and devout thought to hear what God has to say. So, our Lord, I get up every morning and say, Lord, what will thou have me to do? And then God, as you grow older in the Lord and you begin to really understand him, he will tell you, he'll, you'll get up in the morning and before you say something, he'll say, command ye me concerning my word. Now, you don't snap your fingers at God. You're going to lose your snapper if you do. But he says, I don't want you to tell me in my word, I want you to command me concerning my word. Now that's a high thought. That's a high thought level. And you know, people that are not developed, they go, who did he think he is? It has nothing to do with what I think I am. It's what God thinks of me. His thoughts. Are, you know, and there's a scripture that said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. That's in the old covenant. But you, now that you have Christ in you, not on you, not around you, not about you, but in you, you can think his thoughts. And then you can sit down and reason with God. He said, come, let us reason together. See, you're developing a relationship with conversation. You understand what I'm saying? Let me say it again. Vision will always ascend the, to the tower of quiet earnest and devout thought to hear what God has to say. Why? Because vision is powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Everything you see at one time was a vision, and now it's a living reality. Yeah. Who would have ever thought? Remember the cell phones when they first made them? They were about that big. I mean, you could use it for a weapon if somebody tried to get your car. Now they're so small. I mean, look at this thing. This is uh, uh, taking my voice, turning it into radio waves, looking for the, uh, the antenna. 
switch it, shoot it to the sound system, turn it back to English. Just like that. This, this little thing. Isn't that a, see, some people, I have to show them sometimes because they think it's a tumor. It's not a tumor. They think you're sick. You know? <laughs> no, no. And it's amazing. But yet that couldn't be, it's called wireless. Right now we're being bombarded with all kinds of everything you could think of even though you can't see it. But somebody had a vision for it. Ah, God. And then the vision became living reality. That's why God said, write it. Write it. Receive it and wait on it. Now, I want, I, who don't want it yesterday, like I said last night? Everybody likes it yesterday. That's not the issue. But if you wait, having done all the stand, stand. So when people say, well, what you doing? Stand it. Stand? Yeah. What you doing? Stand. Don't move until God tells you to move. You're going to have other people try to tell you to move, and you're going to get in trouble. That's why some guys started building a church, and they wanted the village to be the biggest church in the community, and they almost went bankrupt or did go bankrupt. And the thing I just can't stand about that stuff, they got their own people that worked for them to give to it, and then they laid them off in the middle of the process. Now, how can that happen? They didn't understand the vision. They weren't in a high level of thought. You see what I'm saying? Let me say it again. We must induce and enable people to receive and to live out the great thoughts of God. Vision will always ascend the tower of quiet, earnest, and devout, devout thought to hear what God has to say. So when Kathy became a pastor, you know, uh, and she would ask me to do things, I'd say, Kathy, what did the Lord say? And she'd go, uh, uh, this is, she don't do that no more. But she, uh, I said, Kathy, what did the Lord say? She, she'll come up to me and say, you know, Jesse, I think we ought to give to this or, or we ought to do something like that. And I said, okay, what the Lord said? Uh, this is a few years back. She said, well, you know, I don't hear God like that. I said, Kathy, what did the Lord say? And to the point that I pushed her, she got a little mad. He said to do this. I said, well, you're burning daylight. What you asking me for? Do it. You see what I'm saying? But now, she, no, she just wake up and go, and I jumped to attention. Jesus, what's wrong here? Praise God. Hallelujah. And, and don't let that blow you. Listen, when I was young, I used, you know, you think you're macho when you're young. Tell, tell that woman what to do. <laughs> Payback's coming, baby. It's coming, son. Even your kids know daddy ain't got no power. Even a dog and the cat know that. Boy, mama started hollering the cat, go, oh, oh. But now, she won't question it. She suggested the Lord said to do this. And I, I agree, because I know she hears the voice of God. How did she do that? She climbed that tower of quiet earnest. She heard the thoughts of God. Now, let's enable this thought into a living reality. So what has God called you to do? It will come to pass. Write this down. Vision will raise your faith out of stagnation. Vision will raise your faith out of stagnation and make you grab realities instead of shadows. See, a lot of people think vision is just shadows. You know? And I hope it's going to work. No, 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 no. See, if you're doing that, your vision is stagnated. Let me say it again. Vision will raise your faith out of stagnation and make you grab realities instead of shadows. Prime example, Moses. Oh, he knew how to talk. But what he was saying outside, he wouldn't say inside. 
great man. Got to the Red Sea. He said, let me tell you what God's going to do. Boy, he said, God's going to take care of these Egyptians. You're not going to see them anymore. Boy, that boy, man, man, Israel's going great. But God told on him. He's saying one thing with his mouth, but he wouldn't say it with his mouth. And the Lord said, wherefore Christ thou out to me, Moses. What Moses was saying inside, if you don't do something, we're all going to die here right here at the beach on the Red Sea here. Now, I, I said some good things about you, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I said you're going to do that, but if you don't do this quick. He said, what are you crying out to me for? Tell the people to go forward. Stretch the rock. Go. Move. Do something. You see, what he was doing was grasping shadows instead of realities. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Do you get that? See, and that's the problem. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it didn't say, though I stop, build a house, and canonize the place. You just keep walking through. You just keep walking. You see, and when you understand that, then you'll get away from shadows and living reality begin to take place. I had a person tell me one time, I'm called to preach. We was outside. I said, preach. He said, here? Yeah, why not? Come on. Guess, let's see if you can get somebody's attention. Preach, boy. Remember Sister Tut Driscoll? I loved her. This was a lady in Berwick, Louisiana. One, this woman, uh, she had to fight being a woman. She was a pastor and they just hated her. But that woman had the anointing her. Anybody knew this Sister Tut Driscoll? Yeah, I know Kathy. I'm there. And she came up to me. She said, Jesse. <laughs> and I, mean, I, I hadn't even preached. You're called. You're called to preach. I said, uh, Sister Tut, I don't think. She said, you're called. Now, preach. And you're preaching for me Sunday. And I thought, the rapture. Let the rapture take place. <laughs> so I don't have to preach for Sister Tut Driscoll. She, she could see something in me. I'm grasping for shadows. She's grasping realities. Boy, she came to my meeting. She passed away. She, well, she made it almost to 96 and 97. And she would cry. I, I, knew, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. She said, you remember when you was a little boy? And you <laughs> I shouldn't tell y'all. It's my God. My daddy, I, I was a heathen. And, you know, I, you know, people would play me. I played on the streets in Raw Street and French Quarter. I was a street musician. You know, and they said, this kid can play. You know what I'm saying? They throw me a $20 bill. $20 bill in 1959 is a lot of money. You know, so I said, I can make some money at this, you know. Well, my dad, he had... You got born again, and, all and I, I was not into this God stuff. He said, Jesse, would you help me? I said, what do you want me to do, Dad? He said, I'm, I'm going over to Sister Tut Driscoll's. And I had met her before. We had been in the eighth lunch. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And she wants me to speak at a church, and I want to have a praise. And would you come with your guitar and just play? I looked at my dad and said, well, how much are you going to pay me? He looked at me and said, oh, no, we're going to do this for God. I said, I don't do nothing for God. You do something for God. I said, the devil pays me. God can't pay me? He said, we'll receive an offering. An offering? I preferred it a check, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> so I went. Sister took risk with that. And I'm sitting on this. And I played for my dad. Boy, they loved it. Now, I play 11 instruments. You know, because that's what I did before I was born again. All right, and I'm playing it. And people just loved it. So Sister Tut got up. I guess Dad talked to Sister Tut. I don't know. He said, we want to receive an offering uh, for Mr. Paul's son, Jesse. So I'm playing, you know. I was the people getting to come and throw money at me. First thing I thought of, Raw Street, bourbon. 
you know. I thought, my, and but then I seen the pile getting bigger, so I started playing faster. <laughs> I thought, man, this is a good gig. <laughs> now I'm, a, I'm, I'm lost as a goose in the fog. I, I'm just a heathen, see. And I forgot how much that offering was, but it was, it was, it was bigger than my dad's offering. And my dad wanted a piece of it. I said, hey. Man, and but I, he said, The Lord bless you. I said, I don't care who blessed me, I'm just glad that he's right there. Now, I was a heathen, I didn't care about nothing. I had no respect for God, no respect for Christians. I mean, if you wanted it, fine, if not, just leave me alone. That's just the way it was. And uh, but I mean, it shocked him when I said, The devil paid me, how come you can't pay me? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good, you see. Well, we couldn't afford it. Wait, 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 you couldn't afford it. But you said God would supply all. Now, somebody lying here. Is it you? Is this word true? See, and it is. That's what I mean by grasping shadows. I want to take it a little further. Instead of realities, vision will raise your faith out of stagnation and make you grab realities instead of shadows. Now, the problem with a lot of people in studying the Word of God, and I'm an avid student of the Word of God, even the rabbis, they come to my house, they love my, my I have everything they got. I have the Babylonian Talmud, the Jerusalem Talmud, the Midrash, you name it, I got it, I got it all. And they say, oh, they're impressed by that. They just, and, I, and I study, and you read it from a, a right to left, which I, that kind of bothers me. I, see, I turned it around, but the words were upside down. You got to read, and I don't like that because I'm so used to reading from left to right, you know. And uh, and I've had great conversations with some of these rabbis. It was just a blessing of the Lord. I mean, and uh, and I asked them questions, you know, and they asked me questions and things of that nature. And they came and viewed my ministry. They said, "We don't know of any Jewish ministry that can do this." I said, "Well, you know, you take one step out of Malachi, just one step." And you in Matthew. I said, come on over to our side. Oh, bring your God with you. Because your God is our God. I said, because Jesus is Jewish. Great conversations. Great. I mean, you know, and they're very intellectual. But I find a lot of people, they want to say something because you've never heard so much. They go from intellectual activity to intellectual pride. You heard me say that, I think it was last night or whatever. When you understand it, then you'll understand this point. It is not intellectual acuteness, we're talking about vision, but elevation of soul that brings vision to pass. Write it down. Write it down. It is not intellectual acuteness, but elevation of soul. I didn't say elevation of spirit, mind, will, and emotion. You got to get this working. That brings vision to pass. See, your spirit believes in your vision. Your, where, the, where the breakdown is, is in the mind, the will, and the emotion, and the soul. And the body don't know what to do. It's just trying to receive. Well, where, 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 where I go? So it's not intellectual acuteness, but elevation of soul. Be not conformed, but be you transformed. That brings vision to pass. So God has given all you people visions and dreams, and they'll come to pass. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't miss Jesse Duplantis' 2023 Visionary Conference, July 13th and 14th. You've got to believe the unbelievable. You've got to receive the impossible because it's doable. 
Jesse Duplantis' 2023 Visionary Conference, July 13th and 14th at JDM International Headquarters. Registration and admission are free. Welcome to Glorious Moments. Today's testimonies from partners that have had an acceleration of faith. It says, I felt led to let you know what God has done for me through your ministry. I've spent the majority of my life spinning my wheels and playing church. About eight years ago, I got an extremely low point in my life that lasted until December of 2020. I knew I needed to change and I started to diligently seek God throughout 2021. And in the spring of 2022, I went to, went to YouTube and watched your testimony of heaven. Since April of 2022, I have watched countless sermons of yours, Faith the Facts, Boardroom Chats, and read your books. God has used your preaching to teach me so much this past year. My wife and I have been applying it all to our lives, spiritually, physically, and financially, and have been partners in your ministry since June of 2022. We've grown so much spiritually in the last year from where we were. We had an acceleration of faith since you consistently, since consistently reading God's word and hearing you preach. Our faith was where it needed to be when my wife received a breast cancer diagnosis last June. We didn't deny that she had it, but we did deny its right to be in her body. The devil fought us hard, but our faith and positive confessions in Jesus defeated him. I want to encourage you to keep being genuine to God and preaching his word because it does matter. I believe God has used you to teach me, and I'm truly grateful to God for ransoming me from where I was. To God be all of the glory. We watched your visionary conference online last summer, but we are registered to attend all three meetings this summer. We can't wait to come hear God's word. Praise the Lord. I love that. And Jess and I are rejoicing with you and looking forward to seeing you right here at Visionary 23. I hope that you've enjoyed this testimony and you've been encouraged because God has a great plan for your life as well. So remember, let your faith get accelerated because remember, if you keep the faith, everything is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope today's message stirred you up to come and attend this year's Visionary Conference. It's next week. I'm believing this is going to be our best conference yet. I have three powerful services with messages that will take your vision higher and on the way to completion. Visionary starts Thursday, July the 13th at 7 p.m. Friday morning, July the 14th at 10 a.m. And Friday night at 7 p.m. Everyone is welcome. Registration and admission are totally, completely free. Go to JDM.org for all the info, details and information. You'll be blessed. Believe me, you want to be a part of this one-time move of God. I look forward to seeing you there. And I mean that. And I mean come and be blessed. Partners, thank you. I can't say thank you enough. You know, in all these years, we've never had a deficit. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. You know, trust is an amazing thing. It's a wonderful gift. And when you trust someone and they trust you, you never break it. And in 47 years of ministry, never having a financial deficit, never, not one time, because I believe what Jesus said. Be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. I noticed he didn't have a financial deficit. Why should I? Why should you? I think that's a valid question. And you shouldn't. Church world says you got to have all that junk. That's a bunch of junk. Let's start believing what the word of God has to say and you'll be blessed by it. So partners, thank you for your faithful financial support. Nothing too small and nothing too big. I'm telling you, we got, well, I got a $20 million project I'm looking at right now. I mean, it's amazing what's happening. <laughs> I mean, I said, God, he said, let's get this work done, Jesse. I said, yes, sir, I'm yours to command. And we do that 
completely. And I thank you with your financial help. It helps us to get there and complete it. Also, I have my new book called The Hidden Help. It will bless you. It's our July product offer. God puts angels in your midst to minister to you every day. And you may not even be aware of it. My book will teach you all about that. And I share some of the powerful encounters I've had with angels. Go to JDM.org and get your copy today. This will bless you. I don't doubt you have actually spoken to an angel unaware. The Bible said we've entertained. Ah, that's a good word, huh? Angels unaware. Isn't that, ma- I, that, that just blows my socks off. And they, the spirit world is way bigger than the natural world. Get your book today. JDM.org. Find out all the information. You'll be blessed by it. And I mean that sincerely. You need to come to these visionary conferences. And I'm not just trying to pump up the crowd because it's time for you to get done what you're supposed to do. Don't you think so? I believe that. And I mean that sincerely. And when you understand that, you'll come. And let me tell you, that's Thursday, July the 13th at 7 p.m., Friday morning, July the 14th at 10 a.m., and Friday night at 7 p.m. Everyone is welcome. Think about this. Registration's free. We don't charge for people to come. We receive an offering, but you can give in it or you don't have to. It's whatever you want to do. We're very free people around here. We just believe God's word. Go to JDM.org for all the details and information concerning everything we do in this ministry, and you'll be blessed. I hope you're enjoying this program. I show enjoying coming into your home. Don't miss next week. I'm telling you, man, you're learning some things. You're going to find out who you are. God bless you. Bye-bye. Did you know angels are real and many of them are here today? God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, our July partner offer is entitled The Big Payoff. It's going to set your faith on fire as you get ready for a tsunami of spiritual, physical, and financial blessings. There's a wealth in the sea of human life, and it's all for you. It's entitled The Big Payoff. Go to jdm.org and get that copy. You're going to be blessed, man, and get ready to receive from God. Do you realize that God wants you to thrive, prosper, and achieve everything He's called you to do? Well, in my book, Suited for Success, I'm going to show you how to be fully equipped with all the essentials that you need to live a victorious and prosperous life. Your victory has already been settled. You can and will accomplish every dream God put in your heart. Suited for Success. Order your copy at JDM.org today. This year is going to be about keeping the faith no matter what. Faith is not the work of a moment, but of a lifetime. And remind yourself that everything is yours. Make that your inward vision. All of God's promises are yours by faith. And it's all up to you to keep it. Stay the course and keep the faith. Remember, if you keep the faith, everything is yours. Vision is to propagate and develop communication from the infinite mind of God to the mind of the masses. 
because you see the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you and the Jesus in me. So we have to think like God, an infinite God, a God beyond human reasoning.